And now, back to the Johnny B Show. Oh my God, y'all run the game, y'all just commentate from the side. I'm like, oh God, oh, oh my God. Everything I do, you know I do it for the squad. I'm like, oh God, oh, oh my God. Y'all run the game, y'all just commentate from the side. I'm like, oh God, oh, oh my God. Everything I do, you know I do it for the squad. I'm like, this, 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 this the type of shit they said they really wanted. So I gave him this right here, that go get blunted. Check my last album, all y'all know I'm running. Flip the script, it's cause I couldn't get stunned. This, 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 this. Welcome back, welcome back to Johnny B Show, 102.5 The Bone. It's Real Raw Radio. You're just joining us in hour number two. Uh, welcome, you late B-holes. You can always listen to the replay feature if you want to hear the first hour. And I recommend it. Like, maybe your schedule doesn't really uh, allow you to listen to the whole show because, I don't know, you have a normal life or something like that. You have, like, a family with people that love you. Ugh, gross, right? Overrated. Yeah, download the Bone app. Uh, it's iOS, Android, Google Play, all that stuff. Or go to theboneonline.com and get the app right through there. And you can listen to all the shows that you love the most. Of course, this one being the most important. Uh, on the replay feature. It's free, man. Go. Including the featured cut of the day. This is uh, exactly how I felt yesterday when I was watching the Bucks game towards the end. It was, it was, it was like an absolute roller coaster. And that's what everybody's uh, saying about it. And it was a perfect game to use that analogy for. And uh, joining us as he does every Monday at 10 o'clock. It's Red Matthew from the Cannon Fire Podcast. What's up, buddy? Three in a row, baby. I know, dude. Three in a row. Can Four. you believe it? Yeah, I, I can, actually. Four out of the last five, and just like I said last week, it leaves you saying, what if? You know what's crazy, too, is that we talked about it on CFP today. We've been doing the Cannon Fire Podcast for a little over two seasons. Mm-hmm. This is the first time since we've been doing the show that we can actually talk about an official win streak, because as you know, it's not a win streak till you win three. Yeah, it hasn't happened since 2016 uh, when we uh, had that good little defensive run and kind of tore it through like uh, Kansas City and Seattle and uh, I believe it was the Saints and and uh, just barely missed the playoffs. Uh, kind of like, this. I mean, if we win the rest of these games, which we very well could, it's going to be a, a big what-if kind of season. Uh, and all the negative naysayers out there, that's what they're going to say. They're going to go, oh, well, if, uh, if this didn't happen and that didn't happen, that didn't happen. instead of trying to put a positive spin on it and say, look, we're building a new culture. Like this is this is going to lead into hopefully uh, a new a new era for the Bucks. Like maybe now we'll have 10 years of, of winning seasons instead of 10 years of losing seasons. Yeah, and it is a little frustrating. I sent out a tweet saying, uh, you know, the Bucks are one missed field goal away from contending for a wild card spot right now. There's a few other games this year that you can really kind of tack onto that list. The uh, uh, Seattle coin flip in overtime. I believe if we won that coin toss, we win the game. And then the blown whistle in Tennessee. That kind of took away that uh, pick or uh, fumble scoop and score basically uh-huh. on the punt. Yep. And, um, you know, it sucks to kind of hang around in the hypothetical, the what if. But just like you said, you got to take what you've been given. And right now we're seeing a Bucks team that's red hot. I mean, three in a row. And all the momentum in the world to play the Lions next week. So, I don't know. I like our chances right now, and I like what B.A. is putting together this second half of the season. Gives us hope for next year, and I'm all about it. I kind of like how we won yesterday, too, because at one point, I I gave up. You know, you, oh, yeah. you, you and your beautiful girlfriend came to the house. Uh, I made a lot of food. It looked like I cooked for 17 people, and it was just uh, four of us. 
Um, and we had a great afternoon, and we both went through this emotional roller coaster. Like at the beginning, it was like first pass, Jameis throws an interception. We're like, we're used to that. We're like, okay. That was that was bad, but it was also a great play by the by the middle linebacker Leonard. He's you know he's a he was a rookie of the year for a reason. And I go, well, that was a good play by him. But damn, Jameis, we can't do that, you know. And then all of a sudden, the Bucks start playing well, and you go, okay, well, okay, we'll see what we're doing. And then he throws another pick, and and it's another great play by Leonard. And know? I'm sure you remember, but uh, a common theme with all of those mistakes and turnovers is that your ass was in the kitchen. So I don't yeah. know what's up with your kitchen and I was your trying house. To feed everybody. Yeah. Every time you were in there fixing a plate, something bad happened. So I, when I finally got done cooking, is when the Bucks turned it around. Yes. It's like when you know while I was cooking, they weren't cooking. When I was done, they started cooking. Of uh, and I, and that's the thing too, is the reason why I said this win was was kind of different and kind of cool in a way is because it showed resiliency. It showed fight where we kind of stomped mud holes in the Falcons and the Jaguars a lot the games before. It, it wasn't a competition. Um, we did what we're supposed to do to bad teams. Uh, this team wasn't a bad team. It was a it's a fledgling team, but still a decent team. And we we were down what ten points? Uh, yeah, fourteen at fourteen one point. at thirty five to twenty one. Yep, and I think that at that point is when I uh, I tweeted out the Bucks weren't the only ones being smoked, and I had a picture of my uh, my my smoked uh, bird on my big green egg, because at that point I thought, well, we lost. That's it. It's fourteen points, and and Mike Evans is out, and Donovan Smith is hobbled, and Jameis Winston's thrown three picks, and you know I was like. We can't, we can't win. And don't forget, coming out of halftime, Jameis took the field and then went back in the locker room. And you and I looked at each other oh, because this was before the injury was like known. I thought it was and over. Ryan Griffin was starting up, and we looked at each other at the same time and said, are, are, like, did they just bench Jameis Winston? And yeah. obviously that wasn't the case, a hairline fracture for Jameis. But let's kind of segue and talk about his day. Yeah. Because he is the talk of the town for Bucks fans right now. His stat line looks something like this, 33 for 45 passing. 456 yards, a career high. Uh, passing, and if you add on the rushing yards, it's Five. almost 500 yards. Yeah, so. Four touchdowns, mm -hmm. one rushing touchdown. Yeah. And then, of course, three interceptions. One of those you can't entirely blame on him. It's tipped off of the receiver's hands. What are you going to do? But the two by Darius Leonard, one of them being a pick six. The second one by Darius Leonard. We even said it after the play. It was just a hell of a play yeah. by Darius Leonard. He kind of did this thing. He faked the rush, and then just, boom, dropped back into coverage, and he was right there. He fooled Jameis, made him look dumb, and uh, that's what led to the interception. But he's such an enigma, dude. What you, you call him? An enigma. Oh, Jesus. Okay. You got to say it like that. Oh, man. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. Jesus. I'm kidding, obviously. Look, you know what? Honestly, I don't care if all three interceptions were horrible throws. I don't care if he if they were just bonehead, horrible throws. I'm going to take them. And everybody that, that, that doo-dooed on them all day today at my day job, people are coming up like, oh, your boy Jameis. Read the stat line one more time. 73% completion rating. His QB rating, his QBR, 107.3. Aside from the interceptions, he was carving up Indianapolis and their secondary all day long. 107.3. Five touchdowns, almost 500 yards of offense. You can't take three picks if it also comes with five touchdowns and, and a win, a come-from-behind victory with a fractured thumb. Jesus, what do you want? Listen, and we said this after the Saints game where we just got demolished. Your quarterback is going to throw some interceptions when he throws the ball 50 times. Jameis uh -huh. threw the ball 45, and he threw some interceptions. Granted, the first one was pretty bad, but uh, the other two, again, 
tipped off the receiver's hands, a really good heads-up play by Darius Leonard. I mean, at the end of the day, you got to take what you're given, and this is a guy who is on pace to lead the NFL in passing yards, touchdowns, and interceptions. I'm not an NFL historian, but I don't think that's ever been done before. I, it, it's 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 insane to me, and it's all I can say to people that say, wow, they got to move on from Jameis. Okay, well, then who? Then who? Who is going to be able to do what he does? Nobody. Nobody sorry. that's going to be hitting the market this offseason. I'm sorry. There's nobody out there. There's nobody out there that can throw for the yardage that he throws. There's nobody out there that, that is going to play as hard as he plays. And I'm, it's just the way it is. I'm, I, look, I don't like the interceptions either. But you know what? There was a guy named Brett Favre, and I keep saying Brett Favre over and over again because it's exactly what it reminds me of. Because I remember being a big Brett Favre fan, even though I hated the Packers because they used to be in the Bucks division back in the day. But I couldn't help but love Brett Favre because he was such a badass, such a gunslinger. They created the term for him. He went out there and he bled and limped his way to victories. Uh, what? He was bleeding. Oh yeah. Oh this yeah. Guy, he, Warren Sapp was kicking his ass twice a year. This, so this guy had no quit. Like he played until he was like sixty-eight years old. Like uh-huh. he did not care. And you knew as long as Brett Favre was on that field, your team had a really good shot to win because he was going to put it all out there on the field. Jameis does the same thing. And the thing about being a gunslinger is they're going to take some risky passes. They're going to make some risky throws. And it's going to go the other way sometimes. But at the same time, some of those throws and a lot of those throws are going to go your way. And look, as soon as the team comes together, I have full confidence. And this isn't me being an apologist. This is me trying to think logically. I feel as if when the defense really starts to come together. It looks like they are, slowly but surely. But can you imagine having a defense, like a top 10 defense, then he doesn't have to throw the ball 50 times a game. Then they can establish more of a running game and pace uh, pace the game a little bit better. Uh, the less passes he has to throw, the less he's playing from behind, then the more efficient he's going to be. But at the end of the day, just look at the stats. I mean, I, I don't understand. Yes, he's got more interceptions than anybody, but he's also got more of everything else than almost everybody. And that's exactly why Brett Favre was a winner, because he had a defense that could bail him out of those situations. Yep. And I mean, the Buccaneers right now are looking like they're building a defense to get him out of those situations. It, it's unfortunate, but we have to take that for what it is. Jameis Winston is a type of guy. It would be unfair to expect him to throw less than 10 interceptions a year. But I guarantee you this time a year from now, he's not going to have 23 interceptions. Could you imagine Jameis Winston playing for the Patriots? Yeah, Could you imagine even, it right now. Do it. Imagine it. You see him in a Patriots yeah, uniform? Yeah, I do. All right. Because let me tell you what's happening with the Patriots right now. They've lost two games in a row. The Patriots have an old man at quarterback, and it's starting to show. His arm is busted, right? Well, he's under-throwing a lot of passes. Uh, They don't have a whole lot of offensive weapons, and their defense is great, but that's about it. Uh, They could use a guy that could put up the numbers that Jameis Winston could put up. That that would be actually really, really good for the Patriots. Uh, I guarantee you, if if the Bucs don't re-sign him, I guarantee you the Patriots are one of the first teams to go after him. Oh, no doubt. Now... There was another guy on Sunday who uh, is just as big of a primetime player as Jameis Winston, and he suffered an injury that's a little bit worse. And that's Mike Evans, our star wide receiver. Best mm-hmm. receiver in the NFL, by the way, if I may add. You think so? Yes. I mean, that's your opinion. Uh, might be a little biased. I, mean, I think but Michael Mike Thomas Evans, is statistically uh, got. If Michael Thomas didn't have 50 more receptions than everyone else, he would not be a top five receiver. That's... I'm just saying, there's people in New Orleans that say he's the best. I don't know. A lot. There's people in Tampa that think Chris Godwin's better right now. So, I mean. 
let me jump into this really quick Go because ahead. Mike Evans, I brought him up to kind of transition into guys like Chris Godwin. Mike Evans with a hamstring injury pulled his hamstring. Bruce said he's, he'll be shocked if he's back by week 17. I think they need to shut him down, rest him for the rest of the year, and then let's see what kind of weapons we really have on this offense because you want to talk about guys who have stepped up these past few weeks. Bashad Perryman had a good damn game on Sunday, and I can't believe I'm saying that. He's had a couple of good games in a row. He looks good. Justin Watson looked good as well. O.J. Howard really getting back in the groove of things. You got Cam Brate. You got Ronald Jones who can line up as a receiving back. And do not forget number 12, Chris Godwin. I mean, I'm totally fine if we don't have Mike Evans for the rest of the year. He hit his 1,000-yard mark. He's got the record. He's in the books. There's no reason for him to play. We are we are mathematically out of the playoffs now after Minnesota won yesterday. Yes. So everything now is just window dressing. It's just preparing for next season. It's evaluating players. I say bring up practice squad players. Let's see more Mozzie, Wilkins. Let's see uh, uh, offensive linemen that are that are sitting in the, on the practice squad. I don't know. Those guys, those guys kind of suck. I don't care. Let them play. Like, get them some time. Like, you know, I don't care. I, I Obviously, they want to see Jameis play because he's under heavy evaluation. If he wasn't, like if they already had their decision on him with that small fracture in his thumb, he's he's done. Give Ryan Griffin some, some reps, but that's, that's probably not going to happen. They're going to want to see what Jameis does for these next three games. And if that's the case, I would want them to put, you know, the best possible offensive line. I mean, you looked at what, how they fared against Indianapolis. Granted, they only gave up one sack and I think six quarterback hits. Second half, they played a hell of a game, but they had a puzzle piece offensive line with Donovan Smith missing a little bit of the game, and then, of course, Alex Kappa out of the game with injury. Yeah. I, I, I want to see those guys as a unit. Um, you want to see their units? <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah, baby. I don't know if we can talk about that on the radio. I bet. Yeah, we can. Let's do it right now. Isn't that why we got our Bucks credentials taken away in the first place? Dude, you remember when they used to just walk around like naked all the time in front of the media, like all the time? And I used to hear stories about like, Woo-wee. Who had the biggest wang? Yeah, there was some guys with some real, real. Meh, meh, Who has the biggest wang that you've heard about? Oh, dude, I heard. Ooh, it was a wide receiver. Hold on, I'm ch- I think Beckles told me about it. Uh, maybe not. I don't want him to like hear about this. And be like, yo, play. I ain't talking about ding dongs. Um, somebody that was in the locker room told me about a receiver, and I want to say it was like Lawrence Dossie or something like that. But it was like. I wanted you to really shock me and say, like, Joe Jervicious or something. I'm sure Jervicious was hung. Like, that was gigantic. Uh, you can see their hands. You know what I mean? You know what they say? You know what they say? Like, uh, big old hands. What do they say? The, like the hands. You know, the, what do they say about the hands? Like the, the bigger the hands. Dario Gabuale has got to get off this team, though. You don't like his ding-dong? Uh, I'm just not a fan of his play. Oh, oh, I thought yeah. we were still talking about ding-dongs. My bad, dude. I no. apologize. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> I don't know. Why do you not like him? Um, he's just, I don't know, man. He's not cut out to be a team captain. And quite frankly, with as inconsistent as Bruce Arians has been with, uh, you know, benching people, I'd expect him to not be getting so many reps week after week. Ronald Jones misses a blitz against Jacksonville and he's benched for the rest of the game. But Dario Gumbawale has so many crucial fumbles and just not good plays that, I, I don't know why he's being. I don't think. So he, I don't think he's back next year. I, I really don't. I, I don't think, think so either. They're gonna. They're gonna upgrade. Uh, you know, uh, the running back position a little bit too. Probably. I'm not really. Wor- I'm not too worried about. Uh, I, I would rather have a guy that I could pr- pronounce his name correctly every time. If I could, that'd be nice. I don't care. By the way, we were looking at the Colts have the worst names in football. <laughs> I thought they were making them up. Like, they're. <laughs> Wait, I want to see. What was that oh. one guy's name? Okafifi. 
Okariki. Okariki. Don't call him that. Okariki. It sounds like they were making fun of him. Like, man, that dude needs to get a shower because your boy's Okariki. You know what I mean? Like, it was really, really bad. There was a guy. Oh, who was the other guy? Uh, oh, man. Do you got the roster up? Uh, yeah, I'm looking at it now. Oh, my God. A we lot have, of. Oh, I don't. Those two letters don't go together. There's a lot oh, of. Give it a shot. Naheim Hines. If anyone yeah. needs Hines. to pronounce these, it's Anna. There's a lot of hyphenated Kamoko last names. Tura. Read the read the hyphenated last names. Cause I always feel bad when football players have hyphenated last names because that means they Devin probably Funchess. they probably don't know their their real dad. Um, all right, good. Uh, um, fun- yeah, Bobby Okariri. Okariki. 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 Ali Cox. Yep, Ali Cox. Ali Cox. Yeah. Taekwondo. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Taekwondo Lewis. No, that no. Read the last names are are bad. There's one that's like. Something Sin Vancini or something. I don't know. It was crazy. Every time we saw a name, I was like, what the hell is that? It was crazy. Well, okay. It's mostly first names I see that are kind of like a little. All right. We're not going to do that one, okay? We're not going to. We're not key and peeling them. We're not going to do it to them. Uh, 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. Let me go to, uh, to our predictions from last week because. Oh, no. You know what? I should have been dead. Mine should have been right on the money. I kind of got screwed with my predictions. Uh, let me go to them. You got them up? Thanks, pal. I got them up here, yeah. All right. Uh, oh, I got it, too. Um, all right. Let's go through the predictions. Um, Will. Yep. Not too bad. You yep. said Bucks win 28-17. to 17. I did say that. Final score, by the way, was 38-35. And you know what's cool about that score? That's exactly what the, the score of the Colts beat us on that Monday night game. Oh, in, was it really? In 2003, when Peyton Manning brought them back, they beat us 38-35. So nice. There's a little payback for you bitches. Um, and we came back. Love it, dude. Uh, Rhett, you said the Colts would win 31-28. to And I was right for about three and a half quarters of the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anna, you also said uh, the Colts would win 30-18. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. did. And you said that the I MVP did. would I be did. Darrell Terrell. And uh, Darrell Terrell didn't even play. Yeah, I yesterday. think they put him on IR this year. He was That's on the injury BS. report. Uh, Will said that the uh, the MVP would be Chris Godwin. Not not too bad. Chris Godwin had another good game. Leading receiver. Who do you think that the MVP was, though? <sighs> I remember I picked Jameis. You did. And I I would say I would go with Jameis on this, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, five touchdowns. What I like Jameis, but all of my signs kind of point towards Devin White. While he didn't have a blockbuster day, you remember that clutch force fumble he had. That was a basketball steal style fumble. He like reached yeah. around him and kind of swatted it with his hands just the way a point guard would like kind of steal a basketball as they're dribbling past him. 100% awareness on his part. It was great to watch. The guys, he's a baller, big time. Um, I said the Bucks would win 24 to 10, uh, and Ronald Jones was my MVP. Oh, no. He didn't see a lot of play time. I don't know why. He just didn't. I don't, I don't understand. Still splitting carries. I, I mean, at the end of the day, they both had Ronald Jones and Peyton Barber had 11 carries. Peyton Barber kind of closed the game out, so he would have had less carries than Ronald Jones, but I don't know. I mean, you kind of look at the situation they were in. They played from behind most of the game, so that's going to present a game plan where your quarterback throws 45 times a game. So I'm not super mad about it, but again, I would love to see him get 15-plus just for one game. Like, Man, did you see uh, the presser with uh, Arians after the game? Yeah. He's like a damn comedian. He was. He said, "I've never coached a nicer group of guys. Like we give away so many points every game. It's like Christmas. Yeah, uh, it's pretty funny." Did um, you actually see his other quote? I think it was at his presser today. Somebody had asked him about the losing culture in Tampa Bay, and his short answer was, uh, 
we ain't putting up with that S anymore. Oh, perfect. I yeah. love it. Uh, I do think that that is, uh, that is the mindset now. You hear that that from a lot of the players when they're interviewing them now. Is, uh, I believe uh, Ryan Jensen said that after the game yesterday, too. He goes, you could feel the culture changing in this locker room. People really care. People want to win. Uh, I believe at halftime, um, I believe it was Levante David at halftime that, that made a speech and said uh, it was either him or White, but I believe it was Levante that said, you know, we're down by 10 points. We don't lose anymore. We stop this crap. We go out there and we take this game. And that's what they did. That To me, that is not only refreshing, but it's 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 inspiration. It's inspirational. Like it, it gets me pumped up. Like it makes me want to uh, go out and buy uh, some more some more uh, merch. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening and you're on the fence about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, if you're one of those people sitting at home on Twitter bitching and moaning after a three win games or a three game win streak, excuse yeah. me, yeah, dummy. then you don't have to watch the team. But right about now, I think is the perfect time to buy into what these guys are trying to do because mm. I, I, I kind of got that feeling deep down in my stomach, maybe a little bit lower, that uh, they're oh, going to be a good football gonna, team. You're going to poop? <laughs> I don't know about that, but they're going to be a good football team next year. I'll say that now. An erection. It don't, it yes. don't, it don't yes. matter. Even if they're not, I'll still be a fan. They own me. I'm their bitch. Uh, all right. Well, tell everybody how they could find the Can of Fire podcast before we do our predictions. Yes, sir. So you can listen to us on anywhere you download a podcast, pretty much Spotify, Google Play, iTunes podcast, all of that good stuff. And if you want to watch with video, YouTube.com is the place to be. The channel is Cannon Fire Podcast. Also, social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of those are Cannon Fire Podcast. There you go. All right. We have the Detroit Lions. We are, It's our last away game. We go and play in Detroit. Um, and I'm sure I haven't looked at the line, but I'm sure the Bucks are probably favored by three or four in this game, if I had to guess. Um, the line will change like four times between now and yeah, then. Yeah, I, I, I don't have the heart to bet uh, a Bucks game right now. I just, I'll bet like the over-under, and that's about it. Um, all right. Will, Bucks versus Lions. I can't tell you who the quarterback is because they signed him off the street. I have no idea it's who. Not he is. Stafford. No, he's he's injured. Oh, uh, Lions stink. I'm taking the Bucks in this one. I think they got a hot streak going. I think they continue it this week. I'm going to say the Bucks win, uh, 31 to 14. Ooh, nice. who's the MVP for the Bucks? Jameis Winston. Okay, girl. Um, all right. Um, Rhett, what do you think? Uh, just like Will said, the Lions are doo-doo, and we're a good road team this year, so I think we got this one. I'm picking the Bucks to put up 35 Damn. over 24. Okay, 35. And they'll win four in a row and return to Tampa 7-7. Seven and seven. My goodness. Any, any MVP for you? Uh, I'm going to say Chris Godwin. He's going to – actually, no, it's scratch oh, that. Oh. I'm going to say O.J. Howard. Dude, that was yeah. almost mine. He's Absolutely. been getting more and more involved in the game plan these past few mm. weeks. 73 yards on four receptions for him last Sunday. Nice. He's only going to get better. I got a touchdown and 100-plus yards for OJ. Okie dokie. Uh, uh, in regards to the game. I was going to let you do it last. Okay, I'll, I'll go last. I mean, the best for last, right, Anna? No, yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, thanks. I just didn't want you to forget about me. Why would I ever do that? Because sometimes I'm an afterthought when it comes to sports, which is ridiculous. You were so ready to go. I hope you don't forget what you were going to say once we come back around. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Okay, I also have the Bucks winning this game because it's logical. It's not uh, It's not like uh, me being a fanboy. Um, I do think it's, it's going to be closer uh, than we think it is. I think uh, the Bucks are going to win this game. Uh, 20 to 17 is going to be the game. And I believe our MVP is going to be a defensive player. And I believe that guy will be Jamel Dean. I believe Jamel Dean will have a pick six, possibly. 
Uh, if not, he'll still continue uh, his uh, crazy rookie pace of defending passes. Uh, he is one of the leading uh, uh, defensive backs with uh, for def- uh, passes defensed in yep. the whole league as a rookie. So, and by the way, that pass interference, I went back and watched the game again. I liked it. I think he just timed it too early, man. He timed it too early, but we we didn't end up losing anything because the fumble that Devin White created happened a couple plays later. Right. So, if he didn't defend, if he didn't do what he did, that's a touchdown. So, you know, I say if you if you're beat, tackle him. Who cares? Um, and also learning experience for a rookie. All right, Anna. Oh wait, did I say my yeah. MVP? Yeah, I did. All right, go ahead. Um, in regards to the game that is happening uh, over the weekend with the football and the uh, by the way, the you, Lions. you you lived in J- Detroit for a while. I did. Yeah. I did. Uh, in regards to the Lions versus the Buccaneers, I do believe that the Buccaneers are going to take. Why are you saying the their name like that? Because I'm a sports broadcaster, and that's how we talk, Johnny. Do you? We're going to throw more of the non-interceptions, and we're going to win the game. Non-interceptions? Yeah, we don't want the other team to intercept the that's, ball. That's called a completion. Okay. Right. Who's your MVP? <laughs> Dude, you should have a sports show for real. I would listen to that. Like, really. What's the score, too? Yeah. Oh, of course, the score. That's what we all want to know. That's why I'm here. It's obviously <laughs> going to be around. I would not around. Not around? This is, shut up. We don't shut ballpark. Shut the hell up. Um, <laughs> it's going to be 20. Man. Seven. I hope they're listening to you across the bridge. I really do. To 19. 27, 27 to 19. 19. She squinted her eyes at me like she was really, hmm. <laughs> uh, who's the MVP for the Bucks? Oh, for the Bucks. I'm yeah. glad you asked. Oh, yeah. Uh, his name is um, mm-hmm. Boo Boo. <laughs> Just one name? I like that. If I have another kid, his name is Fubu. It's so, one of the right, XFL. You look on Facebook Fubu Brown. Fubu Brown Fubu the third. Brown? Type in Fubu Brown yeah. to Facebook and see if there's someone. He's called Fubu. F U B U. Yeah. For us, by us. His fifth birthday was like the best. Fubu Brown. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> That's the best one, Anna. That's the best I'm one. I'm see if it's a real person. Fubu Brown. <laughs> oh my god. Hell. We're waiting results. Yeah, this person does not exist. Oh, oh it does now. I'm creating yep. the Instagram Fubu page. Fubu Brown the third. It's going to be the MVP when it comes to the game this Sunday of the Lions versus the Buccaneers in Detroit, Michigan. I bet you there's Very someone nice. at least named Fubu, though. Try just Fubu. Of course there is. That's hilarious. What do you got there, Rhett? By the way, at Ride or Die TB says, uh, at Johnny B Comedy and Redicus, it was Jacquez Green. Thank you. He was the one with the giant ding dong. He's right. And nice. Mike told the story. Oh, it was uh, Calton that told the story? I guess so. Yes. Now I remember. Wow, that guy really is ride or die with this station. Very, very nice. Tampa Bay for life. Uh, by the way, thank you to Mike Calter for jumping on uh, and doing a segment with us on Friday night. That was, yeah, that was so cool. much fun. All right, uh, Rhett, thank you so much for another great Bucks break. Thank you uh, and, and Bree for coming over to the house and hanging out uh, yesterday. It was a lot of fun. Thank you for having us, dude. I yeah. hope you enjoyed those Publix chicken wings that I left behind. Dude, I reheated them tonight in yeah. the oven and put some uh, some sweet chili sauce on them. <gasps> Some of the best wings I've had in so long. By the way, Publix, you need to advertise that your wings are better when you reheat them the next day. Dude, they're ridiculous. They are. So damn good. All right, uh, we got to take a break. When we come back from this break, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is going to freak you out. Every now and then, we like to talk about the paranormal on this show because mm-hmm. we're a nighttime show. That's when the freaks are out. We uh, we have a UFO story, a giant UFO over the weekend, was seen, not by a couple people, by a whole entire town of people, Anna. At least 100 witnesses, I think. 
We have video. We're going to talk about it. It's the Johnny B Show on 102.5 The Bone. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.